Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, season three, episode only. Yes, that's right. We're back for this episode. Is it going to be more than this? Probably not. We're not committing to anything one way or the other. You should know that by now about us. Anyway, this week's episode is sponsored by Crazy. Crazy. We're all full of crazy here. Go sell yours somewhere else. Crazy. On this week's, well, this season's episode, we talk about everything that's been happening with us since the last episode, which was some amount of time ago. And then we'll talk a little bit about, well, that's all we talk about. Yeah. Sorry. In a week, we, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in, in review. What is up? Well, I can tell you that at this very moment, Right now, on this little podcast, for the first time in, what, 10 months? I can tell you that mm-hmm. this moment, right now, good is up. I'm good not so sure about, you know, what else is going on in the world, but <laughs> the right now, in this world, moment, <laughs> good is which, up. Speaking of, let's go ahead and get this out of the way at the beginning, because you and I talked about this beforehand. Yes. We could spend literally the next week straight, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, talking about what has happened in the country and in the government mm-hmm. in the last year, since whenever we did the last podcast. And we could, spend, we could spend a day talking about just the last week. It's all insane. It's all crazy. You know where we all, you know where everybody knows, everybody's listening to this and has heard us and has seen us and follows us on Twitter and all that stuff, knows where we stand on a lot of stuff. And we could talk about that forever. This podcast is not about that. We're going to just gloss right over that. Because that's a very in-depth and detailed and serious discussion and stuff that can be handled by other people and know what they're talking about better. You and I have our own opinions, and yeah. I, we agree with each other, and we think that we're right. Yep. And I think most people listening to this would agree with us. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, and I don't think I need to expand on that. <laughs> so, so what has been up with you personally, or what, what has been going on in the past, what? I think it's been 10 months. So because if I think back, I Mm -hmm. think that when we did our last episode of season two, I was in Florida for spring break. Okay. At at spring training baseball. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. And I was about to go do my first infusion for the medication that I'm taking. Okay. And that was in March. Yes, because I was talking to you. Yep, in Florida, when I was in Florida, you had just yes, you were going to go do your first infusion. So it was like in February, basically. It was, yeah, it must have been. I think it was the first week in March when we came back, and at that mm-hmm. point, there was like two cases of COVID in Fort Myers, which is where I was. They were yep. announcing it while we were down there, but nothing had changed. We were at spring training games, and we, nobody was wearing masks. Everybody was sitting Man, right next to each other. It seems like a lifetime ago. It does, but the very next day, when we went to their practice, 
this little kid was asking Jake Odorizzi, a pitcher who's no longer with the Twins, but that's neither here nor there, if he could have an <laughs> autograph. And he said, he just looked pained. And he's like, I wish I could, but I can't because we just got out of a meeting from MLB that we can't do autographs or touch anything. And oh, so wow. that was the very beginning of it all. And so, of course, I was nervous flying home, but, you know, we made it. And that's that's what I remember. And then the whole world shut down after we got back. Yeah. the My first infusion that I had for this was it's split into two two weeks apart. So it's I go in for like a day, they do an infusion, half of it. And then two weeks later, I go in, I went in and they did the other half of it. Now, the second time, I've, which I've done one more time since then, they just give it all to you once. It takes an entire day, but, you know, knocks it out. Um, okay. The second, so- the second day that I went in for the, the second half of the infusion in the middle of March, it was March 17th. Yep. I came home that day and started reading the news that night about all the NBA, like canceling games mm-hmm. and basically shutting down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay, this is this is for real. This is serious. This is this is gonna be this is not gonna be back to business in usual as usual in a couple of weeks. This is gonna be a while. And it this sure was be... not. <laughs> no, still it's is still not. not. No. So no, no, no. I have hope though. I mean I always have hope, but I have hope in this situation even now. Um with uh change in I know we weren't gonna talk about this, but January twentieth is gonna be a good day, I believe, and Yes, hope, hopefully. Hope, hope everything goes smooth with all that and moving forward and the plans I'm hearing and seeing and just a little reading, you know, a little bit about. Um, it seems like we're with vaccines and stuff coming on and hopefully getting that worked out so it's distributed better uh, because it has not been in the month of December yeah. Uh, yeah. handled very well by the federal government. So I'm hoping moving forward. Um, it, it's I have hope in yes. that, in this stuff, that this is coming to an end that maybe you know, maybe by summer, end of the summer. Um, oh God, I that, hope you're right. That things can turn around. Do I think it'll be back to normal? No, because I don't think everybody, first off, not everybody's going to take the vaccine. There's a certain yeah. percentage of people in America that are anti-vaccine and they're crazy people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Spoiler alert, <laughs> they, in case anybody they knows are not, what our, didn't yeah. know what our opinions were on that. Yeah, yeah. And these people are the same people who I was talking about before who are, before we started recording, that it's 20 to 30 percent or maybe a little more than that of the population that are just never going to change their mind on certain things. Yeah. And they're crazy. So you, there's still going to be the virus around. And even with the vaccine, there's still a, even if it's 90 percent effective you still have a 10% chance of still contracting the virus if mm-hmm. you run into it. So it's, it, we may be back to a new normal, a closer to normal than we are now, I hope, certainly, uh, by the fall is what I'm hoping. Yeah, I definitely think it'll be a new normal. I don't know that we'll ever yeah. get back to um, the way Oh, I'm never were. shaking hands again. I'm never shaking See? hands with people because, look, I have to, be, I have to watch out for, because the med- medication that I take, if I yes. continue to take this medication for, you know, as long as I can, and it's, it's not a, hey, you do this three or four more times and it's done. It's a forever thing is the way they approach it. It's a, until another medication comes along that's better or they find a cure or um, the medication stops working for me, which happens because your body, <laughs> your immune system learns to fight off the medication in some cases and yes. nullifies yeah. it. Yeah. And then um, you have to switch to something else. So, but it's a forever thing. Uh, that's the outlook they try to tell you is, look, this is not a, you're going to do this for a few years and, and you're fine. This is a, this is not a cure, basically. Right. And if you want to know more, if you're listening to this, which 
this is going to sound crazy to me, but if you're listening to this and you haven't heard the episode that was, I think it's called, it was an interesting month or something like that, that I did, yes. that I just told, yeah. I, I took an hour and just talked for an hour about everything that's been going on with me. You can go listen to that because I'm not going to go into that detail here. But um, that, <laughs> that outlook means I'm always going to be immunosuppressed in some way towards other things. So I don't need to be getting the flu. I don't even need to be getting colds, really, because it can hit me harder. Um, so I'm forever going to be, you know, not shaking hands. I'm going to be more wary of, you know, being in who I'm around and that kind of stuff. But yeah. new normal, hopefully. Now, can we agree, though, on one thing that hugs are safer than handshakes? I think so. If you were, if you turned your head away, what you're doing, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to be bumping elbows with a lot of people. Okay, because I know you're not a hugger, but oh no, I um, I would say I'm a moderate hugger, and I w- I do miss hugging. The Hall of Famer is tired of me, and we're and I'm tired of her. <laughs> we're we're the only two we can hug. <laughs> well, I'll say this: I am not a hugger at all. I'm an anti-hugger. I I don't like people touching me. Right. Uh, and I don't like touching other people. It's not a germ thing. It's just a, I don't know what it is. It's just my personality. I am, I miss people. Yeah. I am a super fine being us alone by myself, introvert. I miss being around other people. Same. And like you, I mean, we've talked about this. I'm an introvert as yeah. well. And yeah. I could, for the most part, just keep living out here on the estate and not talk to anyone. But mm-hmm. I do miss people. Now, I still work, but it's not the same because right. we still don't get to see our friends. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what I'm talking about. It's, I, I miss people in general because I don't go anywhere. I mean, I, ha- I am here with Jason's wife and my two kids, our two mm-hmm. kids. Literally, in the past year, the only, and, and, and I, I want to stress this, that I'm not even exaggerating at all. The only place I have gone out of the house our doctor's appointments and, and to the dentist twice. That's it. I've gone nowhere else, not a single wow. other place. And Jason's wife doesn't go, we don't go to like, she doesn't go grocery shopping. I don't know if she's left, left the house in the last four months at all. Oh, actually, yeah, she'll go and drive to like a pharmacy and pick up stuff at the drive-thru. But she yeah. doesn't go in. Yeah. Uh, we order everything. We order, have grocery delivery. And look, I am super thankful and aware of how fortunate we are and that she can work from home. I can do work from here. My kids completely go to school from home. My son's in an online high school now. So he's, he's really? for the rest of high school, he will, he will go online, which I think is good in preparing him for college and that kind of thing going forward. Mm-hmm. Cause he's probably going to go to online college would be my guess too. Um, so he, he hadn't left the house in a year and my daughter She's ridden in the car a couple times, but she hasn't gone out anywhere or anything. Now, they need to get around other people their age, and they need to be around their friends, and they talk to their friends online and play video games together. And that's kind of my socialization, too, is playing video games with people all over the world that I know and, like, you know, texting, you know, with people that I know and that kind of stuff. But they need to be around other people their age. But other than that, I I mean, we're we're not planning to go anywhere at all until we're all vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, I think that's smart. I, like I said, I've been working, so I'm having to go into the nursing home. But other than that, 
in the Hall of Famer has been on and off again with distance learning, and now they're back in school. Um, so both of us are constantly out, not by choice necessarily, but we don't go into stores. Um, we do mm-hmm. online or you pick up groceries, pick up pharmacy, but we have gone on in stores when we've absolutely needed something that you can't do pick up. So, right. And I consider myself being extra cautious. Like some of my family thinks we're nuts. Like, what do you mean you can't get together? We're like, no, we're not getting together. We're not doing Thanksgiving meal. No. Mm-mm. We're not getting together for Christmas. Yeah. I, my, my dad had called and was like, hey, you know, what we'll do is we'll come over and we'll like stand out in the driveway, you know, and you guys can stand in the garage and we can talk. And I'm like, it's a three and a half hour drive one way to do that. No. Mm-hmm. Just because what happens is that they get there and then everybody lets their guard down a little bit. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And look, my my parents, who I thought would just be doing whatever they wanted still, they're, they're being careful even. And they, and they understood. And they called, they called me and were like, hey, we want to come over. And I was like, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I don't want you. I'm concerned about you driving and having... Because my dad's going to stop at you know gas stations and he's going to go into the convenience stores and who yeah, knows who's yeah. going to has been there. And the crazy thing with this virus is there's been so many, you know, scientific tests and stuff that uh, this person got it being 40 feet away because an air duct, the airflow in the room, it sucked it up from one person who had it and blew it down on top of them from the vent. So you have no idea where you, if you're just going to random places. So look, if you get it, you get it. Me, I am more susceptible to catching specifically a respiratory infection. Mm Mm-hmm. And it has been, there have been some studies that say um, the specific medicine I'm on is a single factor in making you have a, more, a higher chance of having a more severe course of COVID if you catch it. So we're not taking any chance. Yeah, you can't be messing around with that. And it is a very good thing that Jason's wife can work from home, like you said. Oh, yeah. I, look, I am, I am not even going to, uh, for a second, take this for granted and be like... Oh, this is awful. This is awful. Yeah, there are parts of it that are not great, but mm-hmm. I know that our situation, the things that we are able to do and still, you know, have stuff delivered to us and she's working from here and my kids are going to school from here. I, look, we're, we have a good situation. I'm not going to complain about that at all. I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, same here. Um, I, but I want to back up. I want to ask you a question about your infusions. Um, Every how long often do you get them? So if you've gotten one in March, and then is it every six months, every seven months? Uh, yeah, it's six months, but they're thinking about moving me back to five months um, because what I noticed after the first one is the medication started wearing off, and I it was a noticeable difference. And it's one of those oh, things okay. where it's so gradual, and it takes like a couple of months to kick in, and you feel any difference. And honestly, they say only like fifty percent of the people ever notice a difference. The the purpose of the medication is to slow the progression of the disease. Right. So it like slows how much it's destroying my brain, basically. Um, that's, that's the hope and the goal of the medication. Now, in some cases, it not only does that, but it also provides relief from some of the symptoms that you have hanging around. And that is what kind of sort of happened to me a little bit. And I started feeling better over the summer. And I was like, so, you know, that thing that was bothering me for the last six months, you know, that doesn't really hurt anymore. Or that's, I'm able to do this thing with my hand that I couldn't do you know, for the last six months. And That's that kind of started, I, yeah, believe me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I went from 
literally a year ago thinking, well, I'm never playing music again. That's it. I'm never going anywhere. I'm just going to be doing what I can here around the house and, you know, biding my time until, you know, I, I die. That's, that's kind of the, the approach I had to it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's what it, that's, cause it was severely debilitating to me when it hit me the end of, end of 2019. God, it feels like, it feels like a lifetime ago, but also like, you know, a month ago at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the yeah, the infusion the infusion started wearing off, I felt like last August. And they were like I called and talked to them and they were like, Yeah, um, some people if your insurance will pay for it, which is still not for sure on that yet, they'll yeah. move it back. So you'll have you can do it every five months. Cause it's I mean, it's sixty thousand dollars per infusion, so it's it's money. Wow. Yeah. Well, I couldn't pay for it. And so it sounds like, and I know you did, uh, this will be the last question because I know you didn't want to get into it, but it sounds like it, th- those infusions have helped significantly. Um, yes. Um, and some of it is me adjusting to just, I mean, because it's, it's kind of like your body, with this disease, it's kind of like my body has aged 15 to 20 years mm-hmm. in, in just a couple of months. Um, it's, it's, very, it's very weird. But yes, it seems to be helping. Um, and the second time I had it, it took a it took a two months again for it to go away, for for the stuff to start to recede a little bit, and me to get kind of back to a my we talked about new normal before. Right. I have a new normal now, but yep. it is thankfully way 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 better than I expected. I mean, I was able to play music and record an entire album and put it out at the end of last yeah, year. Yeah, we need which, to talk about that. Um, yes, um, and actually do some more things and work on work on some stuff. I thought, you know, I'm not going to be able to concentrate and focus because it's not just physical stuff. It's the mental. My brain slowed down. I couldn't think as quickly. Um, I got tired. And I still, I have to take rests every day. Mm-hmm. And, I, and sometimes I, if I rest for an entire day or rest for, you know, five or six hours during the day, I'm talking about laying down resting. Um, if I do that, then the next day or two I can go like a whole day, but then it like really hits me faster. And here's the thing. It's every day's different. I get up and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good today. Let's see if I can get some stuff done. And then midway through the day, I may still feel okay, but I also may at random feel like, man, I just ran a marathon. I'm exhausted. I'm physically and mentally exhausted. I can't think anymore. I can't, like, I can barely walk up the stairs. But, hey, I can walk up the stairs. That's right. So, so it, you kind of have to bank. You have to bank. If you know something's coming up, you might have to bank time by resting. 100%. Yeah. That's one thing they taught me um, when I was going to the physical therapy and stuff. I did physical therapy and occupational therapy and speech therapy um, at the beginning of last year. And uh, it all, that's, it was like six weeks of that, mm-hmm. all of them. And what, that's one thing they taught me is the key to this is bank the resting. If you're going to know you have something to do, don't schedule anything unless you can absolutely help it. Don't schedule a lot of stuff back to back and don't schedule a lot of stuff that you have to do multiple days in a row. So, and that's been great so far for me. And think about if you hadn't, if the pandemic had hit, you wouldn't have gotten to do the therapies. Correct. The timing of this was amazing because I got in right, because they don't, they're not even taking new patients anymore. Right. I would have had to figure out what to do. I got in right, right before everything got shut down to So I was able to go through all the, uh, therapy in person, got all that done. And then honestly, the fact that I had to stay home because everybody had to stay home and, and most people should still be staying home mm-hmm. um, for this amount of time 
has given me time to adjust and recover so that hopefully, like, like I said, in the summer or fall, when things are safer, uh, that I can go out and do things again. And like maybe, maybe even get to the point where I can build it up and go out and play live music again. That's, and I thought that was 100% done. That would be fantastic. Oh, that would, <laughs> that would be, yeah. I, I can't even put into words what that would mean to me, but you know, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. So, what is, I've talked about myself for 20 minutes. Um, what has been going on with you? <laughs> well, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I don't even know where to start. Like, it does feel like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it feels like forever ago when we could go out. And, you know, I have gone some places for, um, like for with Christmas, we did make the decision because my mom was alone to we we mm-hmm. bo- we all three quarantined for ten days, I think it was, and then we all three tested, and then we drove up together. We got an Airbnb for Christmas up to Northern Minnesota, Ely, Minnesota, which people think we're crazy for going north over Christmas, but it was lovely. I was gonna say it's not cold enough here. Let's go north. That's right, exactly, and it was cold enough up there. <laughs> Yeah. But that was about oh, it's it. cold enough here. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually quite mild here right now, so I'm not gonna complain, but it mm. it was like ten below up there. Um That's cold. Yeah. Not during the days, but at nighttime it got that cold. But you know that's it doesn't matter what it doesn't much... matter. Time of day doesn't matter when you're talking below zero. <laughs> well it's pretty much par for the course this time of year here, but not this year. It's like 30 degrees today, so I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, I could never live in Minnesota now. I, no, you I, could before not. Before I could have done it. Well, not with now, this. I, a lot of people, the heat affects them mm-hmm. with this, what I have. But for me, it's not the heat, it's the cold, which I'm thankful for because it's hotter here, you know, and it's, it's way hotter here in the summertime than it is cold in the wintertime. And you like can't take hot showers and you can't, you know, go outside and do anything when the sun's out and for me it's definitely the cold so when the cold hits me it wrecks me so there's no way I can do that so it's not really the extremes it's not extreme hot extreme cold it's more cold uh extreme hot hasn't bothered me it didn't bother me over the summer at all I went out a couple times and sat out on the back porch and stuff but it's the cold like I wear a scarf in the house now okay because I've noticed my neck gets cold yeah 100%. 100%. And I mean, I look like a cool physics professor, so. Absolutely. Do you like wear a, do you wear like a tweed it. jacket too? No, I have a I have a I have a cool cashmere scarf. I have cashmere scarves and uh like a nicely trimmed sometimes uh graying beard and I haven't literally haven't had a haircut in uh, uh like nearly 2 years now. Year oh, and a half. Wow. That's well, one I mean, thing I have done. I've gotten out. I've gone out and got haircuts. Ah, well, yeah, that's understandable. I my hair just just keeps growing, so I tie it up in knot in a knot behind my head. I'm not going to call it <laughs> in a, a bun. Knot. I refuse to call it a bun, <laughs> so it's a knot. It's knotted up. Well, when I get a haircut, I'm going to have to cut my hair off because it is knotted up. It's a it man knot, not a man bun, huh? <laughs> it's just a knot. <laughs> it's just a knot. So how long <laughs> is it? Does it go like all the way down to your butt? Oh yeah. Wow. So that's why it's just, it's, it's out of control. That's why you tie it in knots. Yeah. I mean, and it works. It looks sort of like dreadlocks, like white person dreadlocks, which are not a good look. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> you don't have to but worry yeah, about that. But yeah, knotted up, it me. looks, knotted up, I look like a, 
<laughs> I was joking with Jason's wife. I was like, I could, I should you go teach a, a a class at the local community college in like you know physics, and she's like, I didn't want to tell you that because it'd go to your head. But yeah, you you look like a cool like distinguished professor, and I was like, I know. We, I'm sure this won't happen, but you know, if any photographs surface of this new look, I wouldn't mind taking a peek. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know me. Yeah, I know. Um, what else? I guess um, we got a, a pandemic puppy. Yes, I've seen pictures. We got her the the next day. Everything shut down, so that timing wow. couldn't have been more perfect. And she has um, been a challenge. She's had some trauma in her life, but it's been really rewarding mm. and fun to watch her grow and trust us and love us. It's been great. Little Rue. Nice. Um, we bought a camper, which apparently I saw pictures of that as well. Apparently, that's a. This was not because of the pandemic, but that's a pandemic thing. Is people get RVs? It's one thing they can do, right? They can go drive all over the country and stay away from people by camping. Yeah, it sounds cool. But we did it because um, I just happened to remember that my stepdad's brother had a camper, and I don't think he's used it anymore. I asked him if he wanted to sell it, and he sold us his camper and his truck as a package nice. deal. We got a real good deal on it, and we love it. But we Is did. It a Subaru. We had to sell our Subaru in what? order to to purchase this. We sold the Subaru, and we got the camper and the truck. Now we still have another Subaru, so don't worry. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I was about to say, this is, I, I don't even know news. where to go from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although news. everything is breaking news. Literally last yes. night we were watching the news, <laughs> the 5.30 p.m. news, you know, the one with, that is supposed to be targeted for older adults with like pamper commercials and stuff like that. Um, or adult wait. pampers. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I know what you meant, but that was confusing. <laughs> Well, I haven't, I haven't okay, done I just this wanted for a point, while. I just wanted to carry that out. You corrected it. Okay, keep going. Anyway, every, every, you know, when they run the thing at the bottom of the screen, what's the word I'm looking for? Banner or whatever? At yeah, the everything is breaking news. The whole, everything, the, the, breaking the news. Chirons is what I think you're talking Chirons, about. Chirons, yes. Breaking yeah. news, breaking news. It's mm-hmm. pathetic. Anyway. Everything can't be breaking news. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> everything is not breaking news. That's ridiculous. Oh, and speaking of insurance earlier, I have had, I'm, I'm fine, so I'll just preface it by this, but I have had, I think, I'm keeping track, six mm-hmm. MRIs and one CT scan since November, yep. and so I have a terrible insurance plan, so we could talk about insurance for a week as well as what's going on in the country, <laughs> but we're not going to, but yeah. lots of medical tests and and. It's certain, I'm not going to get into it, but I, I was worried there for quite a while. But now um, I seem to be, I've gotten a clean bill of health, I think. So, yes. but yeah, lots of tests and lots of money. Oh my God. I can't believe it. It's ridiculous. We yeah. need better insurance it's crazy. in this country. It is crazy. It's healthcare, I should Believe say. me. <laughs> you, yeah. I, I obviously, you, I, you had told me this before. Um, and my, my first thought was, yeah, we definitely need better health insurance because, I, I mean, obviously I thought of myself first. Because <laughs> well, even yes. though you're telling me your medical problems. Well, because that's the way people are. Well, the, it, the and I was like, I've been there. was what? Did you say 60000 bucks? Yeah, sixty grand. i have lived through your insurance year because, I mean, honestly, that's every year for me now moving forward until they've find a cure for this because it's, or we get right. better insurance because, and look, I am very thankful I have good insurance now, 
I can't imagine doing this with the bad with insurance the I had for had? a yeah. couple of years. Yeah. It would have, it just wouldn't, I just would have been, well, I'm just dead. Yeah. I just, I'm just gone. I'll just wait it out. <laughs> I, but, but yeah, you, you, when you were telling me about the MRIs and stuff and all those, uh, the CT scan, I was like, are you trying to catch up to me? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> you know, some of those, I got, a, I ended up getting a one on my back because you know, I was talking about my back the last time we, I've been having back mm-hmm. problems for a long time. Um, that one, I just said, look, my deductible is met. Let's get this. Let's figure out once and for <laughs> yes. all. So some of the MRIs were like, okay, well, I got two weeks till this 31st of December. Get me these yep. tests. So, yep. and I oh, was right, me. by I'm... the way. I did have a, I do have a herniated disc in my back. So. Oh, so join the club. Yeah. I knew it. I mean, we're, I can we are tell. T- we are, yeah. Oh yeah, you, you 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 more than any other other people because you know you deal with helping other people get you know work through that. You yep. Yep. you know what it's like. You know what it feels like. Yeah. I look. I I'll just say this. I'm on a list. I think of people because like every doctor I've ever been to will call me like in mid December and be like, "We know you're through your insurance and these will be free to you. We know you paid your out max out of pocket oh, by yeah. you know yeah. halfway through the year. So um, I mean, honestly, I'll probably hit it in March this year. So they're like. Uh, we got some appointments available. If you want to come in and get an MRI, it won't cost you anything. Just come on in and we'll, we'll just run you through the machine. Hey, that's nice. Just to check stuff. And I'm like, hey, honestly, I I haven't done that because I'm not, you know, I, I don't, MRIs don't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's not the most enjoyable thing. And honestly, I didn't want to go anywhere during the pandemic. Right. But yeah. um, uh, the MRI that they did uh, last December, so not 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 2020, but 2019, the one they did to wrap the year up for me to just double check some stuff. Yep. They found uh, what they thought was thyroid cancer. Oh god! And I had to go get a biopsy for that, um, which turns out it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It was it's a nodule, which they said is more common than you think, and just you have to check it every year. And honestly, I get enough MRIs, so they'll 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 see it. They'll just check that out. Changes. Yeah. Yeah, but um. I cannot recommend ever having to go for a thyroid biopsy. Oh, I bet. I've had a lot of medical procedures in my life. I've had a couple spinal taps. I've yeah. had all sorts of stuff, crazy, you know, invasive stuff done and, you know, get infusions every six months now, multiple mm-hmm. MRIs. Like you said, I think you had like six this year. I've had, I think I had six in one day. Yeah. Uh, in 2019 yeah. when they were trying to diagnose this stuff. The worst thing, the worst medical procedure so far has been the thyroid biopsy. And they did a great job. So it, they stick a needle in your throat, basically. It's in the front of your neck. Yeah, yes. right. Like oh, right where your yeah. atom, or right where my atom's yeah. is, where, where <laughs> your atom's well, would be if you had one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's right below that. And they numb it, but then they, which is uncomfortable. Uh huh. Um, I bet. To say the least. But then they take another needle, and the way they do it is they scrape off pieces of it to test with oh, the other needle. Oh, so it's like they're going, shh, shh, shh. Like br- it's like when you're brushing your teeth yeah. or you're like yeah. sawing something. It's like they're sawing into your front of your neck with a needle to scrape off stuff inside your throat. Yeah, that doesn't sound Because your pleasant. thyroid goes around like your esophagus and windpipe. So it wraps around it in the back. And I didn't know that. I was like, I knew the thyroid was up in your neck somewhere, but I had no idea. And they were showing me pictures and diagrams uh-huh. yeah, and all this stuff big. of what they were going to do. Yeah. Uh, the most uncomfortable medical procedure I've done 
Worse than the Spinal Tap, for sure. And people were, like, freaking out about the Spinal Taps. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. See, well, cannot, here, I thought... Cannot, I, cannot endorse, uh, I would say, probably two out of five stars would not would not recommend. So hopefully no one listening has to have that because you've now scared them into never... <laughs> Look, I will say it was necessary and good, and I am very glad that did they didn't it. have to do yeah. any surgery and there's no cancer because, I mean, it's possible with this medication that I'm on that... Uh, it's increased risk of cancer and all that kind of stuff. So, look, I'm thankful. Just not a comfortable, not a not a comfortable procedure, but it's over but it's in over like five. Fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know, the next day it was sore. The next day my throat was sore, and then it was fine. And here so, I thought that I was, yeah. you know, I had three MRI, three brain MRIs in one day, and I was yeah. uncomfortable because, you know, when you lay somewhere like that for each of them lasting about an hour, my head yep. hurt. So. That wasn't well, it's all nearly that mag- as bad it's all that as the radiation. Oh, not radiation, but it's all that magnetic, magnetic yeah, waves the- are shooting into your brain. They say, do you want to listen to music? So I said, yes, but you can only hear the music for like two seconds in between the tests. Oh, yeah. I, I always say no. I go to sleep. So that's that's been the best thing for me. Well, by the time I had my sixth MRI in a span of November and December, I was pretty, I was a pro. So I did fall asleep in the yeah. last one. <laughs> See, that's the way to go. Perfect. You get used to it. Well, shifting from medical tests and insurance... You and mm-hmm. I have both binged or watched TV. Uh, yes, I've done a lot of lying down, so I've been a lot of TV watching or not TV, uh, streaming, Netflix and yeah. streaming, yeah, other stuff. Uh, Hulu, which is a pretty good deal if you don't have like uh, any other service already. Yeah, we have Hulu. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not paid. To, <laughs> I'm not paid to endorse. They're them. not a sponsor of cool. us. Uh, no. Hulu. I have Hulu too, but we have the ad. We have the ad one. We don't have oh, yeah, like live Hulu or anything. Oh, I have the live one. I have the because I wanted to watch basketball. Oh yeah, we have which YouTube was awesome TV. by the way. Bubble bubble basketball, bubble NBA. Which I thought the first couple games came back. I was like, I don't know if they should be doing this, and it's like this doesn't feel right. And these games are weird without the fans, you know, and they're all in one location. But as like the second round on of the playoffs, really good, really good. I only watched the finals. Uh yeah, still pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was probably the best sporting event without fans that I watched. Yes. Even I, though I, I had my own cardboard cutout at the Twins Stadium, those cardboard cutouts were lame <laughs> compared cool. to compared to the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> oh yeah, the fan experience of like the the zoom screens up behind the thing. Yeah. So now we have the card we went to pick up the cardboard cutout and the Hall of Famer mm-hmm. placed it at the bottom of the stairs, so that when you go downstairs and you turn the corner, there my face is, and we need to get rid of that, but it has not been moved. <laughs> is it like life-size, or is it like double life-size? What's oh, the scale it's we're talking about? way bigger than like the heads on sticks on PTI. It's, mm-hmm. it's probably about 20 times the size of my actual head. Whoa, so it's like the size of your house. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I am quite conceited. So yeah, that's about right. <laughs> but I'm bummed. So I, I, I'm going to tell you that I rewatched Friday Night Lights. Okay, that's one I'm considering rewatching. Yeah, I, 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 it, I, it holds up for me. Um, I've, I've heard that it's, if you, if you rewatch it now compared to some other stuff that it was compared to, you know, when it came out. That it actually holds up better than most stuff from that era, and I don't remember what else was in that era. But I mean, era. But I, I mean, I obviously would know because that was like prime time TV watching for me. 
Yeah, it's like Lost and... Oh, um, yeah. Well, we... It's, it's kind of like that 2000 to 2010. Didn't it come out when then? I, yeah, I group that's it in about that right. And, I, and then I remembered because I think I remember this. The theme song is a band that you were aware of. Because one oh, yes. time that we Explosions were talking about Friday Night Lights on this podcast, and you mentioned that those guys were, you like them and they're good. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So now I went into it with that and I'm like, oh yeah, Jason, Jason uh, is aware of whoever this person is. And I can't remember the name of it now, but. Explosions in the Sky. Yeah, Explosions in the Sky. Because I saw Which the, is an little, awesome name. the subtitles that said Explosions in the Sky theme song or whatever it said. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. But yeah, Friday Night Lights. And you know what was disconcerting, though, is that I can't believe how much I forgot happened. Uh, Yeah, like details and stuff. I I bet I I remember like the overall overarching like plot points from season to season, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure I've forgotten how they got there and everything that happened. Yeah. And so the Hall of Famer was watching it with me for the first time. And and I'm like, oh, I wonder what happens. And and she's like, well, you know what happens. I'm like, I can't remember. (laughs) So it's kind of like we were watching. I mean, I did remember. It's kind of like you're watching it for the first time. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I rewatched Friday Night Lights. Did you rewatch anything? Um, I will rewatch Firefly again for like the seventh or eighth time. (sighs) It's only like 13 episodes. Some of them are like an hour. Some of them are like 30 minutes, I think. I can't remember. But it's it's great. What's, What's the network? I know we've talked about this. I still haven't watched it. Is it is it uh, Netflix? Uh, you can get to see it on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu, okay. Uh huh. All right. Well, Currently. I better. It was on Netflix for a while. It's definitely on Hulu now because that's where I rewatched it because it it just popped up and like recommended to you because I had watched something else. I don't remember what it was. Uh huh. But it's it's a space western, and just that world that they live in and just that whole dynamic they have with that whole thing. Fox was crazy to cancel that show. Well, that's what I've heard. There's diehard Firefly fans out there. I oh, mean, yeah, we talked about it, this on I Twitter. I mean, they made a the movie. They came back and made a movie. Oh, they did. Okay. Did you see the yeah, movie? Which I haven't watched the movie again. Movie wasn't as good, but it does wrap up. It brings an end to the series. They couldn't. They couldn't like. They couldn't go on after the movie. They tied it they up in like, a bow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have had to say the movie doesn't count as part of the like they did with Star Wars and throw out all the books over the twenty years and when they remade the when they made the prequels and the new the last. What would what would those be the what's Star. a what's a three threequels I don't know Th- yeah threequel sounds mm-hmm. good I don't I, yeah but basically they threw out the canon for all the all the written stuff that had happened all the extended universe oh, really? after that was written in books yeah yeah in order to remake See, it because I don't they wanted attention. to tell their own stories is Mandalorian is that part of Star Wars or is that Star Trek. Oh my gosh! You know I get these confused. I don't watch either one Star of them. Star Wars. Star Wars. You really should watch The Mandalorian if you have Disney Plus. It I, is. I don't, but I know there's a Baby Yoda, which does intrigue me. It's it's a it's the best Star Wars thing in the last fifteen to twenty years. It's way better than the last three movies. It's uh, Rogue One is probably the best. I'm I'm talking about the three main storyline movies. Rogue One is a good movie. Um, but I think it's as good or better than Rogue One. Um, I would say it's good, as good at or as or better than the Clone Wars animated series and Rebels, which are part of the whole universe. They're kind of the same timeline. Um, and I would say probably the uh, the not the Clone Wars, but Clone Wars, the animated. 
it's strung into a movie now, and you can only find it like on YouTube, and you have to search for it. It's the made by the guy who made um, Dexter's Lab cartoons and Samurai Jack. I, I don't can't remember know his name. Tarnikovsky is his last name. None of these things sound familiar to me. Dexter's Lab. Yeah. Oh, it's I watched all those. Is that cartoons, the serial I, murderer? <laughs> That's. That's just Dexter. Oh, okay. And no, Dexter's Lab <laughs> is a cartoon for kids. Oh, okay, so, so it better not be. It's so. not about serial murder. <laughs> he eats some cereal. I was going to say, it's serial not about murder serial didn't come murders. out right. <laughs> serial no. murderer could be someone who just really loathes cereal, you know. No, no but Mandalorian, if, it's worth the price of Disney Plus to pay for a month to just watch it. Because it's only like, I think, eight episodes a season. And it's two seasons currently. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's, it is sci- samurai space western. Uh, it's, it's one of the better ver- be- best versions of that I've seen, that concept. of It's, it's great. It's, I really, I'm really into oh, it. Oh, so like Firefly, right space western. Sort of, but it's more, it's, it's the samurai thing that they pull oh. into it. He's this lone traveler that comes in and he goes from town to town and they go from, pla- he, and by town, I mean planet. He goes from planet to planet, solving people's problems. And he's the stranger, you know, and he wears a mask and you never see his face until spoiler, you kind of see his face. You definitely oh. see his face in some episodes, but, uh, he's never supposed to take his helmet off. And it's a whole like whole deal. And it's, they, it's very well done. It's, it's great. Now you say he goes from planet to planet. Does he go to Uranus? <laughs> no. Okay. It's not in this solar system. Oh, okay. All right. No. It's it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Come on. Well, okay. I'm supposed to get Disney Plus free on Verizon because I'm a Verizon customer, but I've never cashed then you it in. Definitely. Oh, definitely. It's worth it just to watch Mandalorian. I've watched it, the whole thing, um, and Jason's wife and I are rewatching the second season because she hadn't seen it yet. Um, actually, we just finished it. It's good. It's it's very good. Plus, there's a movie on Disney Plus that I want to see, which is I think it's called Soul, uh, Pixar. Oh yeah, that's the new Pixar thing. I haven't watched that yet, but I saw it. I saw the uh, advertisement for it pop up when I was. And Disney Plus is totally worth it for kids. I mean, for for us here, for because both my kids sure. watch stuff on it all the time. I'll have to look into that. I think I let that promo period pass without taking it up because you know I didn't want to get stuck paying for it afterwards. You know. Yeah. Well, you just got to remember to cancel it. Which, yeah. speaking of which, I have a couple of things I have to cancel. So <laughs> I'm I'm in that boat with you. I know okay. what you mean. Um, so what else? What else have you watched? Well, on your urging, first of all, I didn't even know what I kept hearing people. Co- Talk about Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. And I'm like, yes, that's on my okay, list. Cobra Kai is the dojo from Karate Kid. What are they talking about? And so mm-hmm. I think you urged me to watch it. Um, yes. And so then I watched the first episode and I was hooked. It's awesome. It is it's so, so cheesy. It is so yes, and on purpose. On pur- yeah, I, I love it. And so like it's kind of like the doing. ranch. So you should probably try the ranch. No, it's a different kind of cheesy. Yes, it is a different kind of cheesy. I'm not all the way or, through season three yet, though. Oh, yeah, I finished it. It gets Season three gets better as it goes. It, I'm the right. First, to, the first episode or so of season three, I was like, okay, they're just doing like a lot of wrap-up that they had to do. Yep. Then it like ramps up and takes off. Okay, well, I'm right to the point where Johnny has reached out to someone on Facebook. That's where I am. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. The next, the, the last few episodes of that that one are great. Um, 
I highly recommend watching that for anybody who hasn't. It's absolutely. It's super interesting. It's it's fun, and that's the thing that gets me mm-hmm. is it's fun more than anything. It's ridiculous. It's cheesy. It's over the top on purpose. It it is much more a representation how you should represent things that came out in the eighties. Now it's it's better. It does a better job of that than Stranger Things. Because Stranger Things is you know playing on that nostalgia a lot. Yeah, it does. Cobra Kai does a new story. I know Stranger Things is a new thing, but it's so tied to things that happened. It's like they went, okay, we see this thing in the eighties. We're gonna re we're gonna pattern our thing after that. Cobra Kai is we see how they the process of how they did things in the 80s like overall and we're going to apply that whole process and approach to how we're doing this new story now that's even though even though it's tied to an old story it's it's very cool yeah and i mean i don't i can't speak for someone who hasn't seen karate kid but i would imagine that even if you hadn't seen karate kid it Uh, might be okay uh, and you'd want to go back to see karate kid (laughs) how have you what i have seen karate kid and karate kid too but I'm just saying that for someone... I thought you were saying you haven't seen Karate Kid. No, okay. it was one no, of my... I'm glad we cleared that up. One of my favorite movies. But I, I'm wondering, would someone who has not seen Karate Kid like Cobra Kai? Would they get it? Or would they have to see Karate Kid first? You need to go back and watch Karate Kid first. I, if you haven't seen Cobra Kai, go watch... And you hadn't seen Karate Kid, go watch the first Karate Kid movie. You don't really need to see two and... Well... Well, you kind of do. For the, but for the, for the later, later season. For the first season, you don't need to see no, two. No, you don't. Um, and honestly, I've never seen three. I've seen like clips of it, and I know I've read the summary, so I know what it's about, and I know how it ties into Cobra Kai currently. But um, I have never actually seen it. And the one, Hillary Swank one, I've oh no, I don't. Even, no, I'm not going to no. see. And then the new Jaden Smith one, no, I'm not going to see either. I don't think I saw three. And even if I did, I'm not going to remember it, judging from my Friday Night Lights experience. Three brings in ponytail villain guy, Terry Silver, who is so over-the-top, blatant villain, ridiculous, okay. insane, I crazy. I don't think it's I saw it. ridiculous. But I did see t- part so, two. Oh, yeah. Two's, when, two's in Japan. Yes. Yeah. Okinawa. Now, the only other show that we're totally... I mean, we've watched a lot of shows, but the one that we're really into now is Schitt's Creek. Which okay, I've heard I should watch that. So tell me, sell me on this. Okay, well, I first, I first saw it months and months ago. I watched the first episode, and I'm like, I can't. I just something rubbed me the wrong way. I just felt that the two young, the two kids in the show—they're not kids; they're older adults. But mm-hmm. Daniel Levy and the girl—I don't remember her name. I just thought they were. Everyone was so awful to each other, and I just didn't like it. Well, then we decided to try it again, and I don't know what was different, but I love it. So the premise... Well, I mean, you hate people now. <laughs> Maybe that's what's different. <laughs> 2020 has taught you to hate people. Yeah. Uh, no, it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, do you know the premise? Uh, rich people have to like lose their money and have to move to a cheap place or something like that? Yeah, they, they lost all that's their all fortune. And so they're used to, you know, living with servants and caviar and all this stuff. And they have to go to this cheap Ah, motel and live. Gotcha. Um, And it's so it's, it's, well, I'm I'm only about halfway through. There's six seasons, I think. We're on season three. And it's delightful. We're like addicted to it. Okay. I think, I think you'd like it. It's hilarious. 
So those are my shows. I mean, I'm sure if you if I sat here and thought, I would find many others because we have watched a lot of TV. But all right, I've, I have one more written down and one more that I just thought of. I wanted to ask you if you had seen because I think I've talked about this before. What we do in the shadows. I have started to watch that, and I do find it funny. <laughs> Um, that is a non Hall of Famer it's... one, so I have categories of things that the Hall of Famer and I watch together. <laughs> yeah, and she does not have any interest in what we do in the shadows, so I have to watch oh that my on gosh. my own. Um, uh, the Energy Vampire is the funniest thing on. Yes, TV in he the last is years. so good. The guy that <laughs> plays the concept him. is yeah, but the concept and everything all ties together. His acting and the writing and just the idea of that is hilarious to me. It is hilarious. And, you know, isn't he the guy? Is Wasn't he in Breaking Bad? The guy that plays the energy vampire? Wasn't he the dude in Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad? He was, it's very possible. I've seen him in something else before, so maybe that's it. Yeah, Who was he in Breaking Bad? Uh, he was the real straight-laced guy that um, I think he was a, maybe was a vet or somebody um, where they – he was in, he, he had never been involved in any illegal activity – and they got a hold of him and got him to do something that he was totally um, ner- scared about. And I'm not explaining this very well, but he plays a <laughs> he plays a straight laced guy that naive. Uh-huh. And uh, I swear it's him from Breaking Bad. Somebody listening, I, hopefully, will help me with this. Yeah, I mean, I could just Google this, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't do don't Google it. So okay, so yeah. go ahead. What we do in uh, the yeah, shadows, so that, yes. What we do in the shadows, highly recommend that. It's FX, only got two seasons. And it's on Hulu. That's how yeah, I'm watching it. It's on Hulu. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other show that I've watched that I would recommend to literally anybody uh, is The Queen's Gambit. Oh, yes. We've, we've seen that's, The King's Gambit. Yep. That's the best show of the past, of 2020 to me. That's the best thing I saw in 2020. For sure. Not even close. And... It's a to top it all off, you know, just I love period pieces and so that mm-hmm. even is more makes it even more attractive to me. It's just that it's a period piece and it's beautifully shot. Very well done. Yeah, great show. But what I don't understand is that it's gotten it's like made chess in a very popular game. So my yeah. take on that is just because I watch Queen's Gambit is not gonna make it's not gonna make me good at chess. It's not gonna make me smarter than I am. Oh no! And here's <laughs> and I'll say this: if you haven't seen it, you do not need to know anything about. No, chess you don't. The entire time to to get into the show. No, it's a really good show. And that's on Netflix. Yes, it's it's what eight episodes, six maybe. It's not yeah many, somewhere many, around and there. That's it. Yep. It's only it's not like it's season one and they're gonna make another season. It's that's it. It's a mini limited series. So. It's the entire story beginning to end in six to eight episodes, and it is it gets better almost with every episode. Yeah, and who's the main actress in that? Uh, Anya Taylor, Joy Taylor, and I can't remember her the character's name, but she uh, was she was excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she carries it. I mean, she sure it's does. weird because like in the first episode, she's barely in it because of, you know, they show her as a young kid and the, it's a different actress uh-huh. yep. for like the whole almost the whole first episode. Um, so stick with it, because the thing I'll say about this is if you're watching, you're like, well, you know, I like this, but I'm not 100 percent into this because it kind of reminds me the feel of it is very Mad Men uh-huh. just because it's yep. the same kind of same kind of time period. It's kind of 60s. Yeah. Um, 
once they leave Mexico, it really kicked in for me, which is like the last half of the series. Mm -hmm. But after Mexico, I was like, okay, this is getting better and better and better and better. And last episode is probably the most perfect for what it is episode of TV I've ever seen. Even better than the penultimate episode in Breaking Bad? As far as impact, no, because you have five or six seasons leading up to that in Breaking Bad, and it, the stakes are much higher. I mean, they're literally killing people. Um, and this is people playing chess. But for as part of the series for Queen's Gambit, yes, that last episode mm -hmm. is perfect for being so, – so they're, so they're equal to me. They're, they're, they're on even in terms of how they executed it and how they, they, they you know – it, the writing, the production, the acting, all of it, just the ideas, the concepts, all of it incredibly well done, perfect. Yeah, it's Breaking Bad probably gets the edge now that you mentioned that just because it has that baggage, that extra background, but just amazing. Just, yeah, so I was like, okay, I, this is, I, th I might be sort of interested in this. Like, I like the look of this. I think this is cool. I like how they shot this. I think this is, this, like I said, it's got the Mad Men feel in, in like episodes like two and three. You know, we're kind of going somewhere. I'll see where this goes. And then after Mexico, I was like, okay, I have to watch this. And then I'm very glad I did because yeah. the last episode is Well, amazing. and you did. You make a good point because after the first episode, like you said, the, the, the girl that plays the younger actress, I was mm -hmm. just starting to get invested in that actress. And then the next episode, I asked the Hall of Famer, I'm like, is that a different lady? Like, is that the, a different actress? And she's like, yeah, it's different. And I was like, well, that's yeah, she does lame. not look like they do not look no, like, I'm look like alike. well, that's lame. Well, I just got I just got together. You know, I just really like this other girl. But then that fades away quickly. It's very good. Yeah, the so character you, and you realize the character is what you're interested. Correct. In. Yes, you do. And the character continues, even though because look, they made her look like she they made she's playing the actress. Is, she's an adult. She's probably I think she's in her 20s. Mm -hmm. She's playing like she goes from playing like 13 or 14 to be to playing, you know, in her twenties, yes. by the time the series ends, yep. she's in. She's it's like ten years of her the character's life. She plays. She could not have played any younger. And at first, the girl was supposed to be like eight or yeah. nine yeah. years old. So it they had to do that. Yep. Um, and it you forget about it like you said almost instantly. Yep, you sure you, do. Once, it's look that episode. The part when she goes and joins that first tournament is awesome. It, this is like it's it's the best sports movie and you can't sports even, TV show that's been made in the last twenty years and you can't sit you can't you, we can't do it justice by talking about it because we're talking oh, about no. watching people play chess how interesting does that sound but it is super interesting and really well done yes yes it and you started off this I think we're talking about Friday Night Lights yeah. it is it is very it's it's on par with Friday Night Lights to me in terms of sports TV show. Even though it's chess and football, you're talking mm -hmm. about it's yep. it's it's that kind of awesome. So yeah, it's good. highly recommended. Yep. All right, so switching gears a little bit, and I way mm -hmm. earlier you had mentioned that you. <sighs> oh my god! How did you have instantaneous sound effects that you just put in there? I mean, um, I'm a talented voice actor. You definitely are. Um, we talked about an album. You, you sort of, of my slipped in there that you had did, you did an album. <laughs> During the this pandemic, so I'd like to hear yes. about that. Well, I'll just try to sum it up as short as I can and say 
a year ago, like I said, I never thought I'd be able to do music again and was fortunate enough over the summer to have be feeling better and was like, I got some songs that I've kind of got been hanging on to for the past, you know, few months. Let me see if I can finish writing some stuff, write some new stuff. And with me, once I start writing stuff, more stuff always kind of spills out. It's kind of the way it goes. That's how you end up with a 25 track album. Yeah. rap album uh-huh. about a robot yep. in a spaceship uh but anyway um the um the thing i did i put it out i think it was in september october november something like that it was last year it's 2020 mm-hmm. uh it's like eight or nine tracks um it's on you can search for it search my name on uh, itunes or spotify or any other place it's on Bandcamp. um any of those things um you can get it. It's it's more mellow. I mean, you've heard it. You helped yes. me uh, preview it and make sure, uh, you know, I, the way I typically do things is since I'm recording everything by myself in my house and I don't really have anybody here like producers or anything like that, I'm self-produced, all that stuff. So I'll send it to people that I know that I'm like, I want to get your opinion because I value your opinion on this particular view. Mm-hmm. And I don't tell people, hey, I want you to give me your view on this particular thing because I want because it's naturally, you know, like when I send it to you, I, right. I kind of know what you're going to be listening for. Yep. And then I send it to another person who is more technical in terms of music theory and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I send it to several other people that I'm like, you know, I know you don't like this kind of music, but, you know, send me, you know, your feedback. Tell me what you think. So I did that and you, so I know you've heard it. Uh, but uh, it's more mellow. It's more acoustic. Yes. Yeah. More mellow. Back. I would describe it as more mellow. Um, Guitar solos are phenomenal, as your guitar solos well, I mean, yeah. always are. No, I'm, I'm not. No, no, I don't mean. I don't mean to say. Yeah, I know they're phenomenal. <laughs> I mean to say. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's me. So even if it's an acustic album, yeah. primarily, I have to have the guitar. You have solos to have guitar too. solos. Yeah, and keyboard just solos. Maybe more introspective. Would you say? Very or much, more intimate. Um, it's. It's yeah. That's a good word for it. It's written about the time of, hey, I'm going through this, you know, diagnosis and this disease and trying to figure out, you know, where to go from here and, you know, what's important and what do I want to say and what do I want to communicate. And it's really about finding, you know, um, your way through things and the way you tend to do that. The way, the best way to do that, I think, is, you know, relationships with other people and, you know, it's not a, uh, I can't get down on myself and give up. I have to keep going and because you never know what's going to happen. And when you get to the end of yourself, often is when you find out not only what you're really about, but you find out you can't do it all yourself. You need other people. And it's about being vulnerable and open um, to people around you that you know care for you and love you and allowing them to help you. And that, so that's kind of, um, and me being, you know, uh, I believe in God and, and everything that goes with that. So that also um, is a thread that's woven through there of, it's relationships, whether it's relationship to God or it's relationship to other people in your life. Um, that's what gets us through things because we can't all carry it ourselves. Nobody can do it all themselves. Right. We need each other. Yep. And, you know, it, even if you don't, the thing that, you know, one of the things that makes a, you know, a good musician, I think, is mm-hmm. you don't have to know what you're singing about, but you can still relate to the songs and bring your own context to it, which is what I found. It's like, I really related to this song, even though it may not be at all about what Jason intended it to be to me. So Mm -hmm. uh, it was just, it's really good. I can't remember the name of it, though. What's the name of it? The name of the album is Enough. 
Okay. Yep. As, as, as Brad Weiss said, I'm going to, Brad Weiss said, I'll listen to this, but I'm also waiting on the follow up too much, <laughs> <laughs> which made me really laugh. But yep. also, he's right because at the same time, I was writing another album at the time of recording Ooh. this one, I was writing another album that is almost done. That maybe by the time you hear this, I'm thinking about putting it out, the pre-release version, to be like, hey, if you want to hear this early, you want to give me some feedback, sure. If you just want to listen to it early, go for it. Because it'll be, I'm thinking maybe a month or two from now, I'll, I will have it on. Because it takes some time, even after I'm done with it, to go through the uh, process to be approved and that kind of stuff. Um, have it on iTunes and Spotify and all that business uh, in Bandcamp. That's great. Is uh, it called Too Much? I no, I almost wanted to name it that because I, I came very close. That was on the short list. Uh, I think it's called Reverberate is what the name I'm going with is. But that could change. So if you hear this and you hear a different album, it's the same thing. Okay. And, and, and it, is, it is a musical, it's a different musical direction in terms of the last album. It is more uh, rock oriented and more upbeat. And it's the companion to the album enough that we were just talking about that's more enough is more intimate and more uh, introspective and more acoustic and mellow. This new one, which I think will be called Reverberate, is much more, um, I have this hope and I have these relationships with people. And even though the circumstances aren't awesome right now in some cases, there are things that give me hope. We're talking about governmental things and things changing. Uh, I'm looking forward and, you know, pandemic and now we have hopefully vaccines that are going to be effective and and we can get that out there Mm -hmm. i have hope for this year and i have hope for moving forward and i have hope for us once we have accountability of people who have done things um wrong in our government in the past and in citizens who have done things wrong uh in the past year once we have accountability for that then let's unify and move forward together and that's what this album is really about it's about hey look at yourself uh, and then let's get together and let's compromise after we've have accountability, both personal accountability and honestly legal accountability. Because look, I, I'm big a proponent of love and loving everybody. Love does not exist without justice on some level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you have to have the accountability. But this this album is about hope and about moving forward. So. And I'm I'm looking forward to getting this out there because I feel like this is much more high energy. Um, and if you didn't like the last thing, because if you liked the idea of the last thing, but didn't like the last album in terms of the music style, this is different. So hopefully this will be up some some people's alley. Well, that's another um, quality that I think to a, a, a well-rounded good musician is that you can change your style, that you don't just yeah, have one I, style. Absolutely, I I've. I I say all the time, I am pretty decent at a lot of things. I'm not great at anything. And that applies both musical styles and literally everything else in my life. If you give me enough time, I can figure it out. I'm never going to be great at it, but I'm pretty good. And my musical um, journey over the pandemic is to have maybe five or six songs all half written and all stagnant. (laughs) (laughs) At this point. I've been there. You can do it. You can do it. It takes, it just takes just working through it and just diligence and staying with it. Hang in there. You can do it. Well, that's a good, that's a good uh, segue for whatever we're doing next. 
Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. <laughs> Why, hello there. <laughs> it's not going to make any sense to you. I'm laughing because it's about the previous take that I edited out. Yep. And I'm still going to go with this because I'm killing time. Up next is feedback. And normally here I would say, send us your feedback. But for what? We may not even read it. Do we have any feedback from, what, the last 10 months? Yeah, you know, (laughs) it has been 10 months, almost a year. Surprisingly, we still do have some feedback. Mm. Um. And because, you know, we sort of got rid of all the interns, I personally went through all our Twitter mentions to find these. Um, mm-hmm. I that didn't find like many. A nightmare. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I didn't uh, look very hard, let's just say. Um, the first one is from... Not digging deep. <laughs> December 16th, 2020. From okay. Smitty Scoop, at Smitty Scoop. Oh, you, yeah. you may have to do, yeah, Patrick, you may have to do a special reunion episode of Speaking Tangents just to taste these. And he attaches, of course, a flavor of Oreo called oh, boy. Coca-Cola Zero Oreo. And I, first of all, uh, I don't even think this is real. It can't be real. No, this looks like a Photoshop package in this picture to me. Because the picture is, the, the stuffing is, or the filling is green. It's like a puke green. Mm, I, th- I see it as more of a baby poop brown. But okay, either one doesn't look like Coke. Oh, you don't want to eat either one. I, I think it does look like if you took the cream filling and poured Coke on it and let it soak in, that's what oh, it Oh, maybe. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, That's their marketing. Because you, you got to remember, you got to have that white background pr- primer underneath that you pour it, the coke, so the white's kind of dulling the coke a little bit. Okay. It's lightening it up. Oh, there's no way I mean this. No way. So that is, I mean, Not Patrick, this is, this tweet is what got us to do our reunion episode, apparently. Yeah. Speaking Co- of which, this is not a, <laughs> just so people know, I mean, it takes you an hour to get into it. This is the way we do things before we say this. This is not season three. We're doing this every week from now on. Right. This is a this is a one shot thing that you know we may do another one when we feel like it, and yep. when and if we do, we'll let you know. But this is not this is not we're doing one every week. Season or three, any kind of regular schedule. This may be all of season three. Season three episode only. <laughs> yeah. Episode. <laughs> Episode zero. Yeah. <laughs> episode zero. Zero. So yeah, there's. If this is real, I don't even care if it's real or fake. I'm not eating it. Oh no. I. Well, yeah. I'm. If it's fake, it'd be hard to eat it. But yeah. True. Mm-hmm. And you know, I forgot to mention. Prob and it probably shouldn't mention because I don't need to. I have started to be a vegan. Oh. For the last cool. three or four months, so I don't. I couldn't have this anyway if I wanted to, because there's got to be dairy in these this fake filling. <laughs> Wait a minute, there is absolutely no dairy in that filling. <laughs> but it's, I don't eat a lot of sugar. I try 100%, not to eat sugar. Yeah, I I've cut way back on sugar. Um, I stopped drinking cokes or any soft drinks there for about ten months because it's with MS. A lot of 
how you feel can be um, influenced by how you eat. It's like I am much more sensitive to a lot of things now. And I don't mean like emotionally sensitive. I mean like <laughs> I am much more affected. It, it has a, everything has a larger effect on me. So it's very much how you eat kind of. If Absolutely, I, I know, yeah. okay, for this next few days, I'm going to feel bad if I eat this. And so mm-hmm. I've yep. kind of fallen away from eating a lot of garbage, thankfully. Yep. That's kind of how, you know, I don't ever feel good when I eat anything that's not good for you. That's why I made the transition. I guess it's not te- yeah, it's technically good. vegan. It's more like plant-based. I'll eat meat now and again, but I haven't really for a while. Anyway, I feel good, but I can't be eating things like that. Oh, no. It's uh, hey, I'm 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 on an anti-garbage diet, <laughs> and this is absolute garbage. It is absolute garbage. Yes, anti-garbage is a good way to describe that. What we're yeah. both doing. Okay, the second and final. Well, actually, we have three tweets. So this one is from Sully from Boston at Rice Twist. <laughs> so the second and not final. The second and not final, and but it, it is this tweet from Sully is in response to the final tweet. So. I'm mm-hmm. I'm reading them second and then third. So Sully so this from is Boston. The Jan Brady of the Jan Brady of tweets. <laughs> yeah. As season far as three. Goes. Okay, all caps. Season three mm-hmm. exclamation point. Season three exclamation point. Season three and the final exclamation point and the final three is written out as three. Well the first two were the numbers. That was it. Okay. And he wrote this in response to this tweet from Ed Butt. Um but you could probably scroll Sully's Twitter timeline and find several of these tweets that say Something season similar three. To this. Yes. I appreciate the enthusiasm. I do too. Ed Butt at EDB1947. He said, this one is for, for speaking of tangents and it was from Chicago history. How do you like your sandwich cut? And it's two mm-hmm. pictures side by side, a split picture of, I guess, one that's cut labeled A and it's cut diagonally and one labeled B and that one is how should I say, cut in the sagittal plane, cuts halfway, half and half. <laughs> I would have went with vertically, but sure. <laughs> or maybe even, <laughs> or maybe even longitudinally, but I don't know what you said. Sagittal plane. It's a, yeah. It means it divides it from left the nerve in the lower part right. of your back? <laughs> no. It's the plane that... that divides something. If you cut if you cut a person theoretically in a sagittal plane, you're dividing their left and right halves. So if you're looking at an MRI in, in the sagittal plane, you're looking at the left and the right half of someone. Oh, bisecting. Yes. So basically okay. it's, yeah. Or, like you said, vertically. Vertically, I mean, the other one was diagonal. Yeah, I know. So she just went vertical, with vertical. Is the it's right there in front of you. It's 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 served to you on a plate. Served to you on a plate in the sagittal plane, <laughs> like a sandwich. Yeah. So how do you like so your? I, sandwich I remember cut? this. I remember yeah. this discussion on Twitter. Me too. Uh, n- neither is what I'm going with. Yeah, if I remember your response, it was that you fold the sandwich in half. Mm-hmm. Fold it in half. See, I couldn't do that because my mouth is not big enough. Well, you take one piece of bread and fold it in half, and then you take the other piece of bread and fold it in half, and you got half of the interior of the sandwich in one and half in the other. Oh, okay. It's so you don't smaller. make the full sandwich and then fold the full sandwich in half. No, you take one piece of bread, make the sandwich, like, and then instead of putting the other piece of bread on top of that, you fold that in half and eat it, and you take the second piece of bread, so you have two halves, which is one sandwich. Okay. Yeah, fold it. 
Absolutely. Folded is the only way to go. It's like when you fold, when you take a piece of pizza, a good piece of pizza, like New York style pizza, not this Chicago, you know, pizza pie, but actual pizza and fold it up when you eat it. It's, it's similar to that. You fold a piece of pizza, fold the triangle and eat it. This is, you know, you're folding a square and or, you know, rectangle. Yeah, but how do you fold the pizza? Do you fold the pizza left and right? Or do you fold the pizza, the pointed end on top, over the crust? How do you fold the uh, pizza? Who does that? I don't know. I don't fold pizza. Who doesn't, who doesn't fold it like a, you take the triangle, like the triangle is in front of you, you fold it. Basically, you do it um, like the vertical slice on the sandwich. You fold it so that the tr- middle of the triangle is the middle of the thing, and you fold it up, and that's how you eat it. Okay, so you fold it in the sagittal plane, is what you're saying. Sure. Okay, I don't fold pizza, um, but... I don't always fold pizza. You can't fold all pizza. This is just like New York style thin No, you can't fold that deep dish stuff. No, you need a fork to eat that. I don't... uh, I have folded my sandwiches, like you've mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, I have... I will go in... I have gone in phases. I remember this when I was growing up. My mom would cut it diagonally and i wanted that for a while and then i wanted it to be switched up and then we switched to vertically so i don't care yeah that that much yeah it's it's if i'm eating a sandwich i'm eating a sandwich i'm happy i'm eating thank you my preference is to fold it now my kids if you ask my kids they like you know we get out cookie cutters and cut the sandwich cut in the shape of you know a dinosaur or you know a star or a smiley face Okay, so they're only eating the innards of the sandwich. They're not eating the outer crust then? Uh, That was when they were, you know, when they were like younger kids, like elementary school age. Or like, you know, kindergarten, first, second grade. Now they eat the whole sandwich. And they make their own sandwiches now. It's, it's, you know, things have come a long way. Yeah. Do they cut their sandwiches or do they fold them too? Uh, I think my son folds his, yeah. Okay. My daughter doesn't really eat sandwiches. She eats like wraps, so she rolls it up. So there you mm-hmm. go. Rolled, I do that too. She eats a rolled up sandwich. Yep. You know, I like do a lot of wraps. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, the apple doesn't fall f- far from the tree there with your son. The folding of the sandwich. Uh, you taught him yeah, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. In some cases. Yeah. So those are, those are the <laughs> tweets. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> That's it. I have That's one the more tweet. thing I want to mention, but do you have anything else? No. Although we should okay. give a shout out to Jolene Wojcik, who's recovering from surgery. So Jolene, get better soon. Oh, what? What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we should give a shout out to Jolene anytime, anytime. for anything. Yeah. Just, just for being Jolene. But uh, I mean, this, Absolutely. yeah, for sure. I hope, hope everything went well and you uh, recover well. And it's, you're having a, a good day when you hear this and all days after that. Yeah. Okay. So yes, that, that was it. Now, do you have something else? I have something much less important. Okay. <laughs> uh, we were talking about, you know, what I've been doing over the past, what we've been doing over the past, you know, 10 months or whatever. Uh, I wrote a book as well that will be coming out, I hope, very, very soon, like in the next month, maybe, possibly. Okay, wait, you wrote a book that's different than the DKE book? No, it's the DKE book. Okay. So cause... I wrote a third, a fourth of a book, basically, or... I wrote a third of a book. I had meant I had wanted to mention that for for because I know that this has been a highly anticipated and long awaited release. And so, are you <laughs> saying that it's finally finished? Yeah, we're happy to disappoint. Is what I'm is what I'm going <laughs> with. Uh, it is uh, it is a bunch of nonsense, but I actually think it's pretty good to be honest. How many it's, pages? 
3.30 plus right now. Are there pictures? And I think that's the final. Oh, my gosh. There's imagery, graphics. Um, I spent the past, I spent about two months doing the layout and the design of it, taking what uh, we all had written and putting it in there and, you know, making it up into a form, the format that it needs. Um, it's going to be an 8 by 10 color. Uh, I think it's the versions I think we're going with right now are you can get a digital ebook version, which is good for Kindle, or you can just read it like a PDF. Uh, there's going to be a soft cover version, uh, and there's going to be a hardcover version that you can pay a little bit more money for and get. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It's, it's an actual, I mean, look, this, this could all fall apart. I mean, it, it's not actually, I don't have it in my hand yet as a physical product. The digital version looks, I think, pretty good. So uh, is, I'm going to be, I've been happy with it so far. And is this book entitled Too Much? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's entitled E Plura Book Quattro. Oh, okay, sure. E Pluribus Quattro. So it's, it's you know, nominally about the album, mm-hmm. but it's not really about the album. It is, we answer some questions, we get into some details, in some cases way too many details about lyrics. Uh, the Codex chapter in of itself is a, um, super incredibly deep grinding dive into the lyrics of that song. Um, and, but a lot of the chapters are just, here's what we were thinking, uh, or here's some thoughts we have on what this song is nominally about, but, oh yeah, there's a song too. <laughs> it's just kind of, we go off on tangents, on tangents, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. And are you going to, is this going to be, how are you going to announce this release? If we don't, if this podcast never has another episode, are you going to put it on Twitter or what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, it'll be on Twitter. Um, and I'm sure uh, anybody who wants to, anybody who would be interested in this knows, Where probably to find follows it. us on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's, I mean, you'll be able to buy it on Amazon. Um, it'll be, you'll be able to order it from there. Um, if you bought it in the Kickstarter, which we have a handful of people that did, we will just be shipping them to you, physical copies to you. Probably soft cover because it's ten dollars cheaper. I was going to say, is going to be the soft cover, yeah, yeah, the hard cover? Yeah, no, no. We're giving you a physical. We're giving you the good. The it, and honestly, I may order the soft cover for myself because it's ten bucks. But um, yeah, it's it's a real thing that is actually happening, and I cannot believe it took the. I can't. But first off, I can't believe it took this long. But secondly, I can't believe it's actually going to be a real thing. It's, That's exciting. It is very exciting to me, and I'm actually as, as or more excited about this than I am any of the music that I've done recently, just because it's been it's been a struggle. Because <laughs> writing a book is hard. It is yeah. incredibly difficult. Um, and this is the first time that any of us had really done it. That's something that's actually going to be published and out there, and you can physically hold it in your hand. So it's, um, that's I think really it's cool. cool. I think people will like it. Uh, and especially people who would be listening to this that also like DKE, you're going to like it, I think. I hope. I hope it's not boring. Oh, I can tell it's you crazy. one thing it won't be is boring. <laughs> Good. That was our goal. Let's not make <laughs> this boring. So it goes off the rails in places. Okay. So, which, is, which is, you know, our brand. <laughs> DKE's yep. the band brand. Well, it sounds like okay. Rue is interested in this book. Yeah. Well, I think so. is it he or she? <laughs> she. I think she's saying time to go. Yeah, she might be. She's had enough. She's tired of being the good little dog. It's, it's like, time look, to I'm, take I'm, me out for a walk. Yeah. It's like a well, lock and forest dog. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Dogs know. They just know. Yeah, they know. They know when you're they wrapping know people, things up. They know when it's time to go. They know when it's time to get out. <laughs> yeah. uh, All right. So is let's there, go. Is there anything else? No, that'll do it. It was, it was nice uh, 
hearing your voice again after this many months and to hear what yes. you've been up to. Same for you. And right. uh, hopefully we'll do it again sometime. Yes, but no guarantees. Yeah, no, no you're kidding. Episode, not anything. season three, episode zero. Zero yeah. Oreo. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Costume design by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Craft services provided by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Hey, and speaking of food, since this whole pandemic has started and we've been on lockdown, I've already mentioned I've become a vegan, and I've started making sourdough bread. And since many people have been eating worse foods during the pandemic, not foods that might be better for you, it may seem like I'm going against the grain here, but I'll tell you, life has not been stale. At one point when I expressed that eh, maybe I wanted to quit baking sourdough bread for a little bit, the Hall of Famer was having none of it. And uh, I've been on a roll ever since. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.